On this channel, I get two requests from you guys. And as the most woke, empty house, billionaire business advice guy with a great body, you guys know this, okay? I'm not gonna show you my six pack because it could blind you. But I always get the question, Alex, as this super performing super being, how do you stay so focused? What is your life like? Well, today what I'm gonna be doing on the channel is I'm gonna be sharing with you uh, the results of hard mode, nightmare mode, actually, that we talked about in this video a few days ago. Now look, the things I'm gonna present to you in this video, they take godlike levels of discipline. And in order to relate to you plebeians, you simps a little bit more, uh, I've actually lowered the uh, camera quality setup while improving my audio setup. It's kind of like points in an RPG characters. One goes up, the other must go down. Okay, you can't invest points all over the place. So you can see I'm coming from this fantastic hotel setup uh, to really get things going. But I want to talk about this seriously with you guys. Because I got some free time right now, and there's a ton of interest in the last video, and frankly, what's the point of talking about something if you're not going to talk about the results it got? So let's just get into it. So this video is going to be broken up in three parts. How nightmare mode helped my happiness levels, my focus levels, my focus levels, and my health levels. On top of that, let's discuss actually what it is. So of course, what no fat nightmare mode involves, it involves not mounting the manicorn. For the new people here who don't know what mounting the manicorn means, it means not spanking the gorilla. Not partaking in that, that gross thing that we all know what it means, okay? I'm not going to name it out loud because we are a PG channel. And frankly, I don't like talking about anything involving that to you guys. But it is part of this. It is part of this. But what Nightmare Mode also involves is not just not mounting the manicure, but it means removing everything from your life that triggers excess amount of dopamine. Or really not letting anything into your life that triggers dopamine without giving you a severe reward. So what Nightmare Mode also involves is cutting out everything. No TV. No sugary foods, no social media whatsoever except for work purposes. Of course, no obviously bad stuff like alcohol or eating cake or smoking. That's something I didn't really have a problem with before. No video games, basically no nothing. What it means is not mounting the manicure, not using social media, and the only thing you're allowed to do for fun in your off time besides working is studying stuff that helps you work, which is CEO interviews or reading. You can also go on walks and stuff like that, but basically you, you cannot do anything except study and work and sleep. If, if you're not doing those things, you're staring at a wall. And of course you can do health-related things like working out or, or doing some form of a detox. But the overall definition is if it triggers dopamine in you but doesn't add positively to your life, it doesn't get included. And so that leaves very few limited things. And so that's overall the gist of it. So how did it work out? So I've done it for about seven days now. And I've been actually doing hard mode. I've been doing pretty much this type of lifestyle for a while now. So I don't think like it's going to be comparative to your first seven days. Yours might be a lot more extreme. It might be a lot more tougher because I normally don't really watch TV. I normally don't eat any bad foods whatsoever. And... I already don't play video games. And I already removed a lot of dopamine triggering things from my life already. But the impact I got from this was already pretty profound. So first off, when it comes to life happiness, I think the main reason why people don't undertake something like this is they think they're going to be losing something. And I get it. You think, okay, that, that there's these feelings that I like to chase. There's these things that I think are really important to me. I think video games are really important to me. I think catching my favorite TV shows is important to me. I think eating good food is important to me. <sighs> It's all kind of an illusion. I just, I just want to point that out to you. And it's become even more clear to me from this because when you give up everything, particularly the things that are really hard, you start to realize that 
your happiness levels aren't going to go down because these things aren't a part of your happiness levels. They're just connected to your dopamine. Your dopamine triggers are constantly telling you to go in this direction, go in this direction. If you don't understand how dopamine and everything works, check out either my dopamine detox video or just watch the last video. I explained in a lot of detail, but everything's really tied together. And you think these things are a big aspect of your life. You think playing video games, you think being on social media, you think these are big parts of your life and you're going to be losing something. And the truth is you're simply not losing anything when you lose these things. These are just things that have been wired mostly through technology and design to screw with your head or or through unnatural levels of dopamine intoxication. So, for example, when you eat a cake, cakes didn't exist like 3,000 years ago. I think I think that's correct. I don't know. Maybe they had cakes before Christ. I don't know. But long story short, when humans were first created, we're not designed to eat cakes. We weren't designed to get this many levels of dopamine hits in our body. And so it's pretty silly to think that the human body is going to start becoming depressed when it loses things that it doesn't naturally need. Now, of course, when you start doing something like this, the urges and everything are going to cause pain. So basically your, your dopamine directors that have been used to operating this one way, your code is built in a certain way. is going to tell you, do this thing. It's important to you. It's important to you. Do it. You have this urge to play video games. You have this urge to eat bad food. You have this urge to do God knows what. Okay, maybe mount the manicure. Because that's how your brain's designed to work. The dopamine is like a one and a zero. And your brain is going to constantly gravitate towards the ones. It's going to constantly tell you to go in this direction, go in this direction. Because the dopamine triggers when it thinks it's related to survival. And this is going to be the worst explanation ever. Okay, there's about a thousand other channels we can get a better explanation of it. But the dopamine triggers in your head are going to say this is important to survival and you've been doing it a lot. And so these are the habits you need to incorporate in your daily life every single day. The sense of value and worth you get from video games. The uh, obviously value you get from looking at uh, looty pictures online. The type of value... Uh, that your brain tells it itself it's receiving when you eat a cake or something sugary or just any of the crap in general. These are all signals to your brain that you're doing something good. And so it's going to tell you to keep doing these good things, even though it's wrong. Dopamine is not a predictor of what's good for you. It's your brain interpreting signals and then saying, is this going to help me survive? Is this important to my survival or not? And those signals are not based in reality, not based on logic. It's not based on the truth of things. It's just based on very inferior mechanisms of the brain that worked before all this stuff existed. Caveman times, whatever, none of this stuff existed. So the dopamine triggers in the direction it pushed you in, they, you really couldn't go wrong there. There wasn't anything for you to get addicted to. There wasn't any dopamine traps for you to fall into. That's not the case today. Literally, if you're on your computer right now, there's like 16 different dopamine traps firing over your screen right now, probably. And so understanding that, a lot of the reason why people don't do this, they can't cut bad habits and they're afraid to go and undertake something like this because they think their happiness levels are going to decrease. And of course, that's true. When you, when you first do this, you're going to be very bored. You're, you're going to feel like you're missing out on life. You're missing out on something. And the truth is you're not missing out on anything. No one's life got worse because they stopped checking Kim Kardashian's Instagram and stopped playing uh, Final Fantasy VII. No one's life ever got significantly worse doing, quitting those things. But what is going to happen is everything is relevant. It's really common knowledge that regardless of how rich you are past about $70,000 a year, your happiness levels don't decrease at all. So a person that's making about $70,000 a year is about as happy as a person that's a billionaire. This is just accepted because your happiness bar, it doesn't like have an unlimited fill meter. It's just going to get to the top and that's it. You can't go any further. You also can't go any further down. And so everything's very relative to itself. So, if a billionaire goes to being a person that's making $100,000 a year, he's going to be devastated. Well, the person who's making $100,000 a year will be just fine if they go from like $100,000 to $90,000 or just stay around that range. What I'm trying to say is that everything is relative to what you're currently experiencing, what you're doing in your life. So as you remove 
all the dopamine triggers, first it's going to be like, oh, no, this is horrible, because you're going from being a billionaire to being a hundred thousandaire. Okay, but then that still seems like you're losing something. Just follow along with the metaphor. I promise it will make sense. But the thing is, as you resensitize your brain to dopamine, what's going to happen is you're going to start enjoying things that you weren't enjoying before, like reading or working or studying or working on a project or learning how to code and all the things that you can't find willpower to do. You're going to start enjoying them because in relevance to your baseline of extremely low dopamine, these are going to be very exciting to you. And so to wrap it all up, when it comes to happiness, my happiness levels have gone much higher. Because I'm suddenly enjoying simple things that also are good for me. It's very, very weird. Like I was on a plane the other day and I was looking around out the window and looking at other people. I found it interesting. Now, I'm not, I'm not walking around like some depressed nihilist all the time and, and walking around like a rain cloud over myself. But in the past, when I've been doing a lot of things, video games, drinking, et cetera, et cetera, things really aren't that interesting to me. I don't find people interesting. I don't find uh, normal everyday life interesting. I don't find it magical at all. It's, it's a big shade of gray. But once I start doing this and draw pretty much everything, overall, I'm a lot happier because work is very, it's, it's very engaging. Life overall is very engaging. Interacting with people is very engaging. I'm suddenly motivated to do a lot of things I wasn't motivated to do before because the smaller levels of dopamine they trigger is all relevant. Because my dopamine levels are so low and I'm not constantly being overloaded by social media and all these other things, these little things make me happy. And therefore, I'm able to not only focus on things that are good for me, and the happiness bar caps out at a certain level of happiness. And so what's happened to me, at least, is that bar gets filled by little hits if you're sensitive to those little hits. And so because of that, I'm able to be happy doing things that are also beneficial for me. And the, and the coolest thing about this is happiness is so much higher because I don't have cravings and I don't have constant, I'm not constantly doing things that make me feel like crap afterwards, mentally beating myself up and health wise. So for example, people go through this routine where they'll go drink on the weekends or they'll play a lot of video games or they'll just binge on social media or they'll do this. And you just end up, first off, it, it takes way too much to fill up that happiness bar because your dopamine triggers become so desensitized that you have to do crazy things to feel something. And so you're just depressed in general. And then also you constantly need to do things that are unnatural in order to feel happy. And then because of that, you feel bad after. And it's just this vicious cycle that goes in a negative direction. So the first thing I want to point out, I know this was a long rant, is your happiness levels are not going to decline. You're not going to be missing out on, sh on anything. Okay, I'm trying not to cuss in the channel anymore, PG channel. And that was probably the biggest question people are going to ask. So you think you're going to be sad doing this. You're not. You're going to find enjoyment in things that also bring fulfillment to your life. And so it's a double whammy. And then you're not doing dumb stuff anymore that makes you feel worse in the long run. So everything, it goes in the opposite direction. Instead of going in a vicious cycle one way, it goes in a vicious cycle in a positive direction. And it builds on itself. And you not only begin to be more focused, which is the next thing I want to talk about, you start to love focus. You start to be amused by it. It's funny, almost. So focus-wise... This ties in the happiness because what makes you happy is where you're going to be able to focus. So when it comes to work, when it comes to making YouTube content now, even in my free time, I only do YouTube in my free time. I don't mix it in with my work hours. This is like turds and giggles time. When it comes to focus, I'm getting so much work done that I almost run out of work, if that makes sense. Because work makes me happy and so I just devour it. And my list of stuff that I need to get done every single day just gets destroyed very quickly because I'm able to focus down on it. So I'm just, I'm almost... I, I would used to have to work like 12 hours a day. I can get that done in almost like eight to 10 hours. And then that leaves a ton of time to watch like CEO interviews and whatnot. But the cool thing about it is because I'm happy doing these things, I'm able to focus on my goals a lot better. 
And because they make me happy doing these things, I'm motivated to do them. And the key to staying focused on something is first off being excited about it. If you're not excited about something, it's not making you happy. You're not going to be able to focus on it. There's no way around this. You're just draining your willpower meter at that point. And how willpower works in your head when you're doing something you don't want to do, you can only do that for so long. I'm not going to explain this very well, but there is a chemical in your head that basically controls your willpower and it gets drained very quickly if you're using it. You don't have a lot of it. It's a very small gas tank. But if you're excited about what you're doing, you're not draining that chemical. You're triggering tons of dopamine. You're experiencing a lot of positive emotions. That's not being drained because you want to do it. So when I get up, it's a lot easier for me to focus on working. It's a lot easier for me to be very excited about it. And because I'm excited about it, I want to do more work and I want to do extra things I used to not enjoy doing. Like, for example, doing CEO interviews, the one I did with Nathan last week, and I plan to do a lot more. I'm motivated to do that and actually go network with people because I find people interesting again. Okay. To a certain extent. And I find going out there and talking and learning from people a lot more interesting again. And when I get done working, I find going and watching CEO interviews and watching all the beneficial things uh, that you can find on YouTube, which are mostly, again, just going to be CEOs talking about their experiences scaling companies. That's at least what I watch. Or reading is going to become enjoyable to you again because it's going to trigger those levels of dopamine. Uh, It's at least going to trigger more dopamine than staring at a wall. And since your options are stare at a wall, work, or do beneficial educational stuff, it's going to trigger that dopamine and get you those happiness levels, which then because you're making progress in your career, you're learning more, you're becoming smarter, you're going to feel like you have higher value. Thus, you're going to feel better long-term. So it all combines onto itself. So focus-wise, everything's been through the roof. And the thing I want to stress from this is as you don't have cravings, as you stop looking to other things to make you happy and needing them, what is then going to happen is the focus skyrockets again because you're not thinking about these things. They don't take up your mental brain power. I'm not sitting around thinking about next time I'm going to get drunk or the next time I'm going to play video games, the next time I'm going to do this. Because you no longer have those things in your head. They're no longer options. If you're just like, I'm never going to do these things again, at least during this time period, of my life, you don't have those temptations anymore. And because of that, you just, you suddenly don't have to play that argument game with your brain. Because what happens when you're working? Oh man, I really want to go play World of Warcraft. Oh, I really want to go eat right now. Oh, I really want to go out and drink and, and do whatever. And as you can see, my body naturally defaults to um, debauchery, okay? I'm, I'm a very debaucherous guy. So this isn't me just being like, oh, I'm a monk and this is what you should do. I love to go get messed up. It's a great time, okay? So... To counter those arguments in your head that constantly trigger on Friday nights, oh, let's go get some ice cream. Let's go watch six hours of TV. That takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of fighting with your brain, and that destroys focus. So that's why I love this, because you start to fall in love with being disciplined. Because you you no longer have those urges. Again, when I was on this plane, it was was just so weird to me that I could sit there without my phone. I didn't need to focus on anything. I could just look out the window and be amused like a child. And also... For one of the first times in my life, I wasn't sitting around thinking about all the negative things I could do. I was actually thinking about how I can avoid these things more because it was becoming more like a game because because I'm noticing that my happiness levels are going up and up and up as I become more and more disciplined. That's that's the funny thing about this. You think doing this is going to make you depressed, but it's the opposite. Doing this makes you happier because everything that you're getting satisfaction from also improves your life. And I know I'm ranting a little bit about this. I just really want to explain this well to you. And so you fall in love with discipline. You stop having to have those arguments in your head. And suddenly you're just able to focus because the only thing in your life is the important things to you, which is right now for me work. That's it. That's it. And so I don't, I'm not having any arguments that take me off in other directions anymore with my head. And so focus is through the roof.
And the one last thing I want to leave it at is if you remove one or two things or you keep two or three bad habits, it, it makes everything else worse. I've noticed that by just completely giving up all the bad habits, every habit you give up makes the next one easier to give up and makes it easier and easier. And when you've just gotten rid of everything, that's when it really starts to click. And so I'm encouraging you right now, if you're thinking about maybe like doing a nightmare mode or something like that, you can't do it halfway. You can't just go and say, well, I'm going to still play a video game. You can't. You can't have these extreme dopamine detoxes. It's like, all right, I'm going to give up drinking. I'm going to give up cigarettes. I'm going to give up bad food, but I'm going to occasionally do heroin because then your body's just going to completely default to heroin. You can't give yourself an out is what I'm saying. You have, you have to isolate everything. So finally, health-wise, how has it helped me overall? So obviously, people say there's all sorts of benefits with not mounting the manicure and all these things. Honestly, my skin's been a lot better. My focus has been a lot better. I don't think that's related to health. Um, honestly, it's just it's just a lot easier to maintain a really, really healthy diet, which again leads to focus. It's And it also, the, the thing about this is when you're more disciplined, you're able to do all the health things that you were constantly putting off before. So meditating, sticking to a really good skincare regimen, sticking to juicing, sticking to absolutely keeping crap out of your body, that becomes a lot easier. And so I don't, I think overall, when you're not mounting the manicure, there's all sorts of stuff that comes with saving nutrients and whatnot. My skin looks a lot better overall. I feel a lot thinner, a lot more leaner, um, a lot less inflammation. I don't know if that's all connected, but I know what is connected is through the the higher sense of discipline. What is connected is achieving, <clears throat> or more so, being able to hit that list of health things you want to do every day. It's a lot easier for me to work out. It's a lot easier for me to meditate. It's a lot easier for me to stick to juicing, skincare, all the things I've mentioned so far. And so that overall definitely, definitely improved health. Um, and I, and I think overall, when you think about health as far as mental clarity or at least sense of well being, that is so much higher because when, when you're going through all these unnatural dopamine toxification, which is a poor way to describe just watching television and, and interacting with all the things that we have in our day-to-day life. It's just, it's just too much. You have a lot of lows because you're constantly going from billionaire level to poor level when it comes to dopamine. You're constantly going from like way too high and super desensitized to nothingness. And this is why you can't see people sit down without looking at their phone. You can you can literally see their brains. They can't they can't stand existing without something to distract them, and that's just the dopamine. It's not because they're depressed and they hate themselves or uh, life is terrible. It's because they cannot cope with existing because their dopamine levels are so desensitized that just existing is extremely painful. When your body is so desensitized to dopamine, it needs such huge hits just to feel okay. And I think that leads to depression. I think that leads to feeling isolated. I think that leads to um, a real negative outlook because if you're not being distracted, you're in a state of pain. And if you're in a state of pain, you're not going to be a happy overall guy. And so I think health-wise, that's a huge benefit as well. So that's just everything. I just I just wanted to get this all out there. I wanted to shoot this video for you guys. I don't think there's any more to add. If you have questions below, let me know. Uh, at the end of this video, there's a link to a dopamine detox video, and there will also be a link to the first video on this, which I think you should watch because it really explains the concept of how everything interacts together and... And so that's it. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit that notification button because what I do is I run ads to people that fit right in that demographic. Okay, I can actually target that on AdWords. And I used to make a lot of beginner's courses that taught people how to build their first businesses and whatnot. I used to charge thousands of dollars for those. If you see this ad, you will just get those courses for free. I only spend a couple bucks a day on that ad. But if you want to see that, you have to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and you'll fall into that 
slot in my Google ads that will target you. So that's it. Uh, all the other videos that relate to this are after this video. And um, that's it. That's it. I'm never, I'm never filming like this again, by the way. This has been so weird. <laughs>